Hi, and welcome to Becoming Less, an Edmontonian journey to less waste, less impact, less consumption, and less clutter. Becoming Less is brought to you by Waste Free Edmonton, and together we're dedicated to waste reduction efforts, big and small. I'm Biz, and today I'm here with Vanessa from Jack59. Hi, Vanessa. How are you? Hi, Biz. I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you on because I love your bar shampoo. Oh, thank you. That that means a lot. It's really what it's all about. I have actually been using bar shampoo for probably a good decade now. And I started my journey with Lush bar shampoos. And I just kind of always felt like they didn't quite do the same job as a liquid shampoo. Yeah. So then I started experimenting and I eventually found you. Oh, great. I'm glad that we're part of your journey. You know, I know the there's a couple of big box companies that have done bars for quite a while. I'm always amazed, though, as to why they didn't actually focus on the hair portion of it, as opposed to just the sustainability portion, because I love that. I mean, I love that they, you know, have the bar. If it wasn't for Lush, the trend probably really wouldn't have caught on. But it frustrates me because they have all the scientists in the world and all of the money backing them, you know, and they still choose to use sodium lauryl sulfate, which is SLS. Some people know it as that. It's just a really harsh surfactant. Naturally, the pH is way higher than it should be. So you're up in the realm of um, an alkaline product, which is about a pH of eight or nine. If people are not that familiar with the pH scale, kind of goes from zero to 14. Uh, zero to seven being acidic side and above that being alkaline. And our hair wants to be on the acidic side. So around a five is ideal for our hair. And those bars can range anywhere from a nine to a 10, which is crazy. It's way out of where uh, a hair product should be. So what's happening is every time that you use it, your hair is experiencing some kind of damage. Some people can tolerate it better than others, but in the end, you're going to notice some damage. It's, it's almost inevitable. You know, when we started and continually to still till today, we fight an ongoing battle of people who want to be sustainable, but they've tried a bar in the past and have had really, you know, harsh results with it that they weren't happy with. So um, we give out loads of samples and, you know, say like, listen, our focus, I mean, absolutely sustainability is our main focus, but we actually had to flip that and focus on the hair aspect first. So when we do our marketing, we really have to focus on the hair part of it because people are skeptical. It still is a fairly new concept. So convincing people that, you know, that our bars actually work well um, is a big challenge for us. We're almost even happier when people have never tried a bar because they get to have that first experience and it's a great experience. And then, you know, they're excited about it and they want to share with their friends and um, there's some value in it. And then people become so excited about eliminating the plastic from their lives that it really snowballs into other aspects of their lives, which... I mean, it's also done the same for me throughout my life is, you know, I try more and more to reduce waste and whatnot in our life. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always give and take with other companies doing kind of the same thing that you're doing. I just really wish that that there was that hair focus so that people would have a all around great experience with bars because really in the end, whether you get it from our company or another company, it's a win for no plastic. That's absolutely important, but we just love to offer the great hair along with it. <laughs> and I'm really glad that you offer samples because your bars actually last an incredibly long time. 
And Mm -hmm. even within a brand that like, I love my bar shampoo, but it took three different Jack 59 shampoos before I found the one that worked for me. And so if you buy a bar shampoo and it's going to last you two to six months, depending on how much hair you have and how often you wash, that's a long time to go with the wrong shampoo. So those samples are a great... Yeah, exactly. And I totally agree. So when we started out, um, we only had a couple of options, but I really found that we were missing certain hair types. It's become a blessing and a curse almost because we expanded our line to include 11 varieties. Some of those are kind of specialty bars, which are outliers, but we really wanted to have, again, to have people have that best possible experience. So we did develop the hair quiz on our website. So that helps people um, kind of narrow it down. And you can play with that hair quiz and, you know, put in a couple of different options and it'll spit out different results depending on what you put in. You know, it goes along with the other bars. When we go to markets or our retail where we're face to face with people, we give out loads of samples because we're also of that same mind frame is we don't want you to be stuck with a bar that isn't ideal for your hair. So again, if you purchase a bar from us, of course, with some guidance, I mean, if you just pick an outlier that wasn't for you at all, we we can't do much for that. But if we've counseled you and, and you get a bar that isn't fantastic for your hair, we'll absolutely switch it out because we want to be more about that relationship and have that uh, connection with, I call them our lovelies because... <laughs> All the people that um, that we interact with are amazing people. We get to hear stories of their journeys and sharing, removing waste from their lives in different aspects. And so that also, back to the samples, it's also why we created our Travel Buddy sample pack. So those are our top five bars. And it gives people an opportunity also, you know, if you have a family, you can share them. If you have a couple friends, they can kind of chip in and split a pack. And it gives definitely, you know, more options so that people aren't stuck with it. One of the things, though, that I wanted to add about saying that you're stuck with a bar, our bars are so versatile that you should, I would hope and pray (laughs) that nobody would ever have to throw a portion of a bar away. The conditioner bars make amazing shave bars. Uh, You can shave your legs with it, your armpits, you know, and they actually will actually act as a body conditioner as well. So once you're done your shower, you can kind of rub it all over and, you know, it helps soften your skin a little bit, as well as the shampoo bars make amazing body washes. That is amazing. I am totally going to be using my conditioner bar as a shave bar now. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know some people keep asking me, like, are you going to release a shave bar? Because some of these companies really shave bars. And I'm like, it's really just a marketing ploy. Our shampoos work fairly well as, as shade for shaving. I prefer the conditioners because the slip is so amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we really tried to make it that versatile that no matter what, which bar you end up with, you shouldn't have to waste it. And even if we switch a bar out for somebody, of course, we don't ask for it back because, you know, we can't do anything with it. And I'd like to trust that people just are truly searching for that great product and they're not just doing it for, you know, just to do it. Yeah. I mean, you can still wash your hands with it. You can wash your body with it. It's all good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I did use your quiz actually to find the one I like. I have thick and wavy hair. And so I wound up using the Citrus Shine, which I find leaves my hair curlier than it used to be with regular shampoo. I love it. That's awesome. 
So the the quiz works. <laughs> yeah, you know that that quiz. <laughs> In the end, I mean, there's so many options and our bars, uh, you can mix and match them. So, you know, if you had really curly hair, but it was fine hair, you know, you're not going to want the set that we market to curly hair because we market it to thick curly hair. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the quiz will tell you, yeah, that citrus shine, uh, the shampoo would be fantastic, but maybe you need a lighter conditioner like our Serenity. So when we were developing that quiz, it really was the developer and myself. And he would say, okay, now this combination, what would you recommend? This combination, what would you recommend? Because <laughs> we tried to go about it in all different kinds of ways. And really it came down to me having to say which bar was, which combination was the best for every hair type. So it took a long time to develop it. I bet. So I am super grateful that it's out there because we answer, when I say we, I really mean I, I answer probably 10 to 15 hair questions a day, whether it's off the uh, website, through emails. So even if we have the hair quiz, we still do get quite a few questions. And I totally get that. I mean, I will always, whether, whether we have to turn this into a team effort or myself, I always said when we started this company, I want that one-on-one -on -one with people. I don't want to be that company where you try to reach out and nobody answers. You know, you're just, you just feel like you don't have any, um, like nobody cares. Mm -hmm. I take pride in that, that when we started that and we will do it forever. So if you ever, anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out. <laughs> we'll always be here for that. Absolutely. And where can they find you? I give my phone number out. My phone number is on our business card. It is, I believe it's on our website. My phone number is 780-270-0706. Uh, you can reach me by email at vanessa at jack59.ca. So that's V-A-N-E-S-S-A -S -S at jack59.ca. Yeah, and I think those are probably the two easiest ways. Um, we have lots of people who reach out on Facebook and Instagram as well. We we do have a social media team that helps answer some of those questions. So if you wanted to ensure that you're asking me specifically, then there's also, a, I don't really know what it's called, like you can reach out on the website, like comment box. So those also come directly to myself. Perfect. Yeah. So what started all this? How did you get into making bar shampoo? Uh, well, it was quite a journey. I'm actually a dental assistant by trade. I grew up in kind of like a hippie community. My mom is Aboriginal and my dad was like a hippie guy. So when they got together, we lived in Northern Alberta, grew up in, have you ever heard of the North Country Fair? Sounds familiar, but I'm going to go with no. Yes, it's a it's an outdoor music festival in Northern Alberta. So my parents are part founders of that. So we grew up very sustainably conscious so that was kind of always part of my life. Then I became a dental assistant for most of my adult life. And uh, my kids are 18 years apart. So my oldest went through the whole daycare thing in the morning, after school care, the works, all through his childhood. So when I was, my daughter was doing the same thing and I quickly just realized like, I do not want to do this. So I had gone to university to do pre-med for dentistry. And when I, anyways, I decided to quit. I had to find something to do. So I wanted to be home with my daughter more. And I started dabbling in soaps and lotions, whatnot, all kinds of body care. I think a lot of crafters just 
look for any kind of, if, if that's your realm, but the soap was really intriguing. However, we traveled a lot and we were on vacation and I had a bar with me that drove me insane. My hair was so, my head, my scalp was so itchy. We literally had to go find liquid shampoo and I had to fix it. So as soon as I washed my hair, you know, it, it was like instantly better chemistry background in me was like, why? What's happening? Why is this so terrible? Like this is a big, well-known company. So I kind of sat down and really it, it was fast. It was within 10, 15 minutes when I realized what the problem was. And there was two big problems. First of all was that it was the type of bar. So it was a sulfate bar. The second was the pH level. So those two things. And in my research, I couldn't find a bar that matched either one of those criteria. So when I was like, I had that, literally had that aha moment as to we were going to focus on this. And when I say we at the time, it was just me. (laughs) So yeah, when I got home, I revamped a whole bunch of things. I did loads of research and started dabbling and I was still making everything else that I, you know, bath bombs and whatnot for probably another year. And then when I really, I was, you know, I would make some and have the family sample them and whatnot. But when I really finally nailed it, I knew we were going to do this. My first market that I had just shampoo bars, I was kind of, <laughs> I was very nervous. And um, yeah, and, and it was amazing. We almost sold out of everything that I had. And yeah, so it was a big hit from then on. It was just growth. And especially this last year has been amazing. We now have a team of eight girls. And uh, we moved from the the company has moved from my kitchen to my basement. We developed a, a workshop down there. And then this last summer, we moved into a, a facility very close to Bountiful Farmers Market on the south side of Edmonton. And we share that facility with another company called Soap Soco. Yeah, and, and it's been amazing. I have to say, I think throughout COVID, we, we definitely had to pivot and do a few changes that we weren't that keen on we developed some paper packaging because and and before that we had sold our bars just naked with absolutely no packaging which was really what my heart wanted but people were not that comfortable to pull a product off the shelf that had no barrier we'll say mm-hmm. so we were getting feedback from a lot of our retailers so yeah i really had to have a tough look at it and our packages are technically compostable. We don't call them compostable because it can't guarantee that the glue is at this point, which mm. is one of the biggest challenges for compostable packaging. In Canada, it's very challenging to find uh, that glue that actually works well and is fully compostable. So, you know, at this point, they're recyclable and, you know, there's still no plastic, which we're we're absolutely happy about. It's been, you know, a lot of change and growth. Yeah, we're we're going to release a bunch of new products right away. Yeah, I couldn't be more grateful for the team that we have. The ladies that work for me are amazing, and I absolutely couldn't do this without them. That's awesome. So where are your bars? Where can people find them? People can find our bars actually from coast to coast in Canada. So we have retailers across Canada. We have two in the United States and we're actually just launching our U.S. website. So we'll do a bunch of marketing in the U.S. and we'll hopefully have more uh, retailers there. On our website, the jack59.ca, 
you can actually go down and look at our store locator. So you can actually put in your postal code and it will show you the retailers that are closest to you. Yeah. So, I mean, all throughout Canada, I don't think there's any real big gaps. So depending on where you are. And of course, we ship. We have free shipping over $75 and we have a retail location. So our retail location is at 3620 98th Street Northwest in Edmonton. And we're opened Monday to Friday, 10 to 5. So if you want to have a chat, then you can come on in. I'm almost always there, but all the girls are trained to, they'll give wonderful advice if you're looking for advice on what bars to pick. Awesome. Yeah. Outside of shampoo bars, how else do you reduce your waste in your life? So we've actually just become plant-based. So I've been a, it's been about a month. It's a, it's a little bit of a, <laughs> I think it's a touchy subject being in Alberta. Mm. I, I think, in my opinion, I'm just going to say, I think it's one of the biggest things that a person can do to reduce waste. Animal food production is incredibly wasteful. That's about all I'm going to say on that because it's it's new and I don't want to be <laughs> lectury about it. It's just a personal choice that I've made recently. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy about that. Well, that's funny because our uh, our last episode okay is actually about about that. Mostly, we watched an, a documentary called Sea Spiracy, and it talks a lot about the fishing industry. Yeah, that that one had a huge impact. We we rant a lot about the problems and also the doc the documentary itself being a little odd, but. <laughs> Yeah, there's another one, the cowspiracy. Yeah, same person. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I think just also throughout COVID, a lot of people are taking another look at what they can do when they're realizing the effect of people, you know, on our planet. So obviously, I mean, we do a lot of the things that everybody does. You know, we compost, and I'm so happy that the city finally has their composting pails, I guess garbage pails because have you received yours yet yeah we have actually we were we're fortunate to be one of the first we had ours probably three weeks before we were even able to use them right so I was all ramped up and by the time we by the time ours got picked up the first time it was like loaded full so (laughs) and how is that are you enjoying the new system absolutely I love it I I don't think I see any flaws in it I mean you know it's composting there's going to be a smell if it gets left too long. It's just the way it is. Put it outside. I don't know. I just feel like my parents, the way that I grew up, we've composted our whole lives. So it just sort of seems natural to me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a it's a bit of a change for a lot of people. And I, you know, I, I do when I we we walk through our neighborhood and I see a lot of the containers that still have the little kitchen containers still attached to the, they kind of attach them to the handle where we live. So, you know, I <laughs> I kind of want to get out my like blow horn and be like, hey, you know, that thing works. <laughs> you should try it. <laughs> it goes in your kitchen. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. But, um, <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess the education, sharing that and we're we're trying to do a lot more of that on our Instagram, going through, you know, little small things that can that people can do besides shampoo bars to minimize waste we're actually one of our employees suggested that we get a worm bin at our office we're definitely going to be doing that right away oh fun I have one at home here yeah 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 yeah. very cool idea I had and you know sometimes it just takes a suggestion and and I love that 
reducing waste seriously becomes a community because there's no perfection. It's one little thing that you do will make a huge difference. And, you know, somebody will suggest something else and you can incorporate that into your life or not, you know, depending on if it works for you. So, I mean, obviously we don't use plastic bags. We, you know, bring our own bags everywhere that we shop. We recycle any chance that we can. We shop in bulk. And now actually, we actually fully revamped our pantry going into this plant-based endeavor. So now I find it even way easier to do uh, bulk shopping. So we'll just take our jars to a store like Earth General. Yeah, we can just reload our jars and we don't even have to put it into into bags to bring home. So that's super cool. I mean, it's not perfect. We're, you know, we still buy things in plastic, but we do our best to minimize that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's all a process. It's all a journey and you just do a little bit more every day and Absolutely. And bar shampoos can help people along that journey, right? Absolutely. One of my biggest things that I really want to do more work on is my wardrobe. I mean, I don't to to call it a wardrobe. <laughs> I I don't have a wardrobe. I just, you know, my clothes. There's a lot of things that are very tempting to buy that I actually don't buy. So the clothes that I have are fairly modest and but I really want to focus more on sustainable textiles. So mm, yeah. I'll be looking at that more. I do the capsule wardrobe thing myself. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll have to get some more information on that if you have that. I, I would love that. Sure. For sure. Betcha. I mean, one of the biggest things also, my daughter is um <laughs> She'll kill me if she hears this, if she, <laughs> if I don't say this properly, <laughs> I'll say we've started to use reusable uh, menstrual products. Okay. Yeah. So that I, myself, it isn't very much, but for my daughter, it becomes a lot. So we were going through, I, I would have boxes and boxes of them just to keep up and buying that all the time was just, ugh, it, it, it's just terrible. It just feels terrible. So, so what have you guys switched to if you don't mind answering? So I don't actually remember the company. So we, of course she just uses pads. So we just have washable pads. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And she's okay with that. My daughter's young still. So we haven't looked at any of the other options. But yeah, myself, I I actually don't really need much. So that's that totally is sufficient for me as well. So yeah. 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 I mean, and I know there's lots of options, all kinds of options. There are. That... And I have tried more than one of the cups. And oh, yes. I finally found one that works for me. <laughs> Oh, yay. If I was, you know, back in the day, <laughs> I would have definitely tried that. Absolutely. I feel like that is a great option because there's there's not even any uh, material in it. So, yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that that's working for you, for sure. Anything else you want to throw in there? Well, I know, right? It's like, where does it stop and, <laughs> and where does it... <laughs> I, I think it's seriously, it becomes every single aspect that you look at. You know, the garden, the lawn, we don't beg our grass. We have a lawnmower that the, you know, it just puts the clippings back into the grass. I think we got a lawnmower given to us that shot out the grass and you couldn't even leave it on there because it would kill it. It would just be in big piles. And then 
putting it in the garbage. I just, it was just so terrible. So yeah, I mean, it, it's just little things. You'll notice things in your life and then you'll be like, hey, I feel like there's another option for this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, laundry strips, we now use laundry strips. So we don't have the big jugs of laundry detergent, which is great. We never actually used fabric sheets in the dryer. We don't really use anything actually. And I don't notice you know, I don't notice the difference. Our clothes are not staticky. So that was always, that was my parents. My parents, of course, have always been very sustainable. So, you know, just a lot of canning the food and trying to be self-sustainable is a big part of all of that as well. So my parents want to get a electric vehicle, but they live in Northern Alberta. So it's a little challenging. Oh, places to, to charge it, you mean? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, (laughs) that's growing more and more. Hopefully it'll, it'll be easy. Right. And things are changing quickly too. So I think it'll be a more viable option very soon. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Biz. It's been a pleasure. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. And thanks to Change Toothpaste for sponsoring this podcast. They help keep everything free for Emily and I to do because we are volunteers. So we really appreciate their support. I love it. Yeah. I love those guys. <laughs> yeah, they there Damien was the one who got me in touch with you. So that was lovely. Yes, yes. He's such a great guy. And I love their product. It's They're amazing. both great. It was great to chat with them when I interviewed them too. That was awesome. Yeah, loads of fun for sure. If anyone wants to get in touch with us, you can reach us at becominglesspod at gmail.com or you can go to wastefree.ca slash becominglesspod to find all the ways to connect and listen and to donate to support waste reduction efforts here in Edmonton, Alberta. Thanks again for tuning in. Every day, we can be a little less than we were yesterday. I love that.